DC Boxing Legends Podcast. Today I have a special guest, y'all. One of my teammates. One of my teammates that came back with me back from, I think, around 1995 or 94. Actually, 93. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have no other than Carlos Massey. How's it going, Carlos? Hey, hey, what's up, Mr. Rashid? How, how you been, brother? Man, can't complain, man. It's keeping it moving. Yes, indeed. Uh, Carlos, man, back in the days, in my opinion, was a bulldog in the gym. He had plenty of heart. And, you know, even though a lot of us had, like, a lot of fights when he first started coming to the gym, he always had that competitive edge. You know, him and his brother, Ray Massey, had, like, they just had the, uh, the dog in them. You know, they came in there, they didn't care about how much experience no one had. They brought their 100% efforts to the gym, man. And uh, I definitely appreciate both of them. They both were left-handers. And, and you know how important it is and how special it is to have a left-handed sparring partner and teammate. Because, you know, when you get to, like, different levels, you know, they definitely was teaching us a lot about how to fight and and how to get whooped by Southpaws, too, man. Because it was some battles, man. It was some battles in the gym, That's man. Man, and Carlos, uh, when did you, what, what, what got you into boxing and when did you start boxing? Um, I always been interested in uh, the sport of boxing way back when we used to watch uh, Tuesday Night Fights. Um, what actually got me into the sport of boxing, I remember I, I, I was in the house and brother came in the house and he was like, man, look what I just won. And I was like, Oh, he had this big old trophy, and I'm like, oh, man, how you win that? And, and he was like, man, just, man, just boxing match. And that's when I was like, man, you win the trophy for actually fighting. <laughs> as much as we was fighting on these streets, so, yeah, that's when I, um, like, I kind of, like, got into the sport a little after my brother, around uh, 93. Mm-hmm. So, um, when you saw your brother training and sparring, it made you, it motivated you get in there, um, um, how, how was it like going home? You know, in, in the competitive edge between you and Ray was. Are y'all still competitive now? Because I watch you on so many. It seems like you guys, man. You don't care who throws the penny the furthest. Y'all, y'all at it, man. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, I, we still, we still, we still doing that. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was kind of a lot of pressure on my back. You know, just. Just because, you know, my brother started first and, um, you know, he was, he was an outstanding boxer and, um, you know, I had to, I had to bring it as well. Man, and, and one thing I noticed about you too, man, uh, Carlos, is you're very, um, knowledgeable about the sport of boxing, uh, in terms of, uh, knowing the great fighters and you definitely keep a watch on these young fighters, man, uh, today, um, is it because do you do you take that because of you being a former fighter that you always want to keep track of what's going on or you just love the sport just it's just in you forever yeah it's, it's in me I definitely um, love the sport um, even though I wasn't um, still active in boxing um, I had got injured so I always was kind of like on the sidelines uh, watching all the uh, great fighters come up local and national fighters, um, you know, it was just like just like a quarterback 
if one get in, you get injured, you on the bench and you you looking at the plays, you studying, and and that's pretty much where I've been at. Um, give me give me some memorable moments that you had during the time you were fighting. Uh, go into some details of what made you what was you know what you remember the most, and and what was your memorable moment back as a fighter. Um. I had a couple memorable moments. Um, I just be honest with you. I remember just the, just the, the preparation itself in the gym. But we had so much talent, and we always in the uh, weight class, either up or down. Um, Spawn your brother, Rick Hakeem Salas. Um, uh, but one of the, one of the most memorable uh, moments was when I remember I fought this guy. And it was no way he weighed what I weighed. <laughs> and, and then, and then I remember the room. The room was getting smaller and smaller. And I saw this guy with all these tattoos on his arms, nineteen seventy six. And I'm like, oh my goodness, from the Navy. And um, in that fight, uh, I really, um, I really, I found found my way through it because even though he was bigger than me, he looked like he was gonna win. I thought my way through the fight. I used all the things that I learned from you guys and, um, you know, got to win. So I said, I figured out how to win. Once you figure out how to win, uh, that's, that's when you got, you got it. So this was, where, where was this located at? And you say it was in, if you're fighting a guy from the yeah. Navy. This was in the, uh, at, at the Secret Cove over Jangie. Secret Cove. Yeah, yeah, this was, this was one of them. Okay. Where, I remember, I think you were there. Uh, I fought in Ohio State Fair. I didn't have many fights. I don't think I had a good five fights. And they was like, um, I had to fight the next day. So I had to uh, fight, uh, what's the guy, uh, Tony the Tiger. Yeah. And he had like, I mean, I don't know, he had to have over 100 fights. Tony Tiger was... Um Consider prior when we was juniors, Tony Tiger had Tony Tiger had over two hundred amateur fights by then. Right. That was at age fourteen. He probably had the most amateur fights known to, to most of us in in our age bracket at that time. So, man, to fight Tony Tiger, I remember that man. You wasn't you wasn't tripping too. You was ready, Slim. You wasn't right. ducking him at all, man. You almost got into it day before the fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I didn't care about all that. Like, I mean, uh, fights he had, but I learned something from each other's fights. Um, I learned how to be uh, disciplined, you know, because right. you know it was I, I didn't have that many fights, so you know, I at that time I wasn't able to um, you know have all them tools in terms of discipline to uh, think my way through the fight because I caught it with a pretty good shot. And um, you know, that's what I say. I think I belong here. I knew he. I know Tony. He wouldn't have fought you again. Nah, I I, I, I rock him, but I ain't had the experience to, you know, yeah. at the time because I ain't had many fights. That's, yeah, you know, I think my yeah, first ten, 10 fights, I probably, I mean, in terms of wins, it had to be up in like the uh four hundreds. Five hundreds or something like that. Yeah, you 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 had a um, especially for the time frame that you came into the sport by then, especially in our age, the men you in the same age bracket. 
Right. And a lot of them guys, by the time you're 14, 15, and 16, and 17, and they all, you know, probably had over two, 300 fights and 90 fights, 100 fights and stuff right. like that. And, um, but man, you, you know, one thing I can say, um, you and Ray learned fast. It wasn't no, I don't care, you know, they got 40, 50, 100 fights. I don't care. We're going to get these dudes some work in here. Right. And that's the attitude that y'all brought in the gym. And it made it made us all better. And y'all just, you know how, you know, like like being a Transformer. You remember Transformers? <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to use our age. I'm about to go back in, in time and, and reveal our age. Y'all remember Voltron? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and went back on them. <laughs> and remember how, you know, each of those pieces played a part. Right. You know what, you know what I'm saying? On it. And that's the same way. That's what y'all brought in the gym. Y'all just added on to the parts that we already had in there. And um, and definitely we we was we was missing the Southpaw link. And y'all brought it there. Yeah, it was it was definitely it was definitely a good a good time. Definitely yeah, a good man. time. It was so much so many talented people um in one place at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> And and, and 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 my father was so happy that y'all was in it because he loved telling y'all to throw that left hand, man. God. Right. <laughs> yeah, your, your, your father hand, was like, man. He he kind of he he he's what got me through because man, some of his inspirational quotes, man, to this day, man, I just reflect on him and like, man, he was such an inspiration. Yes, yes, man. And me, me and Hakeem was just talking about. Um, some of that stuff, and I was saying like how we, me, you, and Ray need to do another, uh, you know, another round table and sit down and discuss some of the, you know, the topics on the local fighters of, of today. And we were talking about how you know it's a lot of uh, lazy trainers out here. You know, that's another discussion. But I would just, yeah. you know, I just brought it to your attention, but. Right. You know, and and, and 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 you you know by you talking about my father, he had that um, ability to make the average person feel like a world champion. Yep, yes he did. And, and that's what makes a great trainer, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I would say. Like, if you see somebody lacking in the gym, you got to make them the best. Right. And that's what I was talking about the Voltron concept. Like. All of us was was not you. You couldn't slack in that gym. You didn't blend in being a slacker in that gym at, with us. Nope. And I, and I and I remember um everybody was in my weight class. <laughs> I yeah, had man. Spar your brother. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I had well, everybody. Did man. Then, what did you fight back then? What was your weight? I fought. I fought one hundred six, one twelve, one nineteen, and I think I did. I finished out like one twenty five or something. Okay, you I, yeah, I got injured. I got injured. I got injured. When I started doing real good, um, you know, cause cause how I came in, like I wasn't matched up, like according to my record, like we talked about earlier. Yeah, yeah. But I was able to make those adjustments because you know I always fought and I had the heart. So once I started making the adjustments and, and really start like winning, winning, um. That's when I uh, got injured, and I was like, "Ain't no way I'm gonna be here being here with you know these top level guys." So, um, wh- wh- who was your your the person that inspired you 
in the sport of boxing that made that that, that you always looked up to and imitated or or, or respected the most? Um, in a, in a, I can't. I, well, when we was coming up, we always used to watch the fights, Tuesday night fights. So um, it just was, you know, seeing Sugar Ray Leonard. I mean, you seeing the body snatches, Tyson. Um, you know, those guys, you know, they they definitely inspired like my generation. Sweet P, um, just seeing pure skills. Um, yeah, and my brother actually inspired me too. Like I said, he started first, and, and I never forget I was in the house and when he came back in that that day. I was I was watching Rocky, <laughs> and, and man, you know, if you watch Rocky. You know, that's that's a little inspiration to one. So I swear I did about 200 push-ups, 200 sit-ups straight. And I was signing up within that week. Give, give me a, 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 a daily workout routine in the Hillcrest gym back in 1994 <laughs> through 96. Oh, my goodness. 98. Give me a, give me a, give me a, give me a, a everyday uh, workout routine in the gym. Oh man, when you first come in, you gotta loosen up, um, stretch, and first things first, hit that five miles, <laughs> come back, <laughs> and uh, start with your shadow boxing, uh, uh, do your other uh, exercises, and it might be spawn, you know. So, I mean, and then we'll do like, you know, sit ups, jumping jacks, um, jump rope. Things like that, but you be wore out by the time you get back. You out of there, yeah. Yeah, and 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 they banned the duck walk. So I was so glad about that. So they banned them. <laughs> nah, let me say I banned them. I said, I oh yeah, them, my little oh, knees yeah. popping and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, so yeah, because yeah, you you in the physical fitness. I mean, you know the um the stuff scientifically. So they they don't do duck walks no more in, in boxing. Nah, I, I, I think it's too much stress on your knees. It too is. Stress. I, I mean, you know, you know, for a regular person to be doing it. Right, right. That's, a lot of people don't. Uh, um, Carlos is in the physical therapy field, so you know, if you're listening and you hear this, young fighters, uh, um, he's telling you that he doesn't think duck walks are good for the knees. Explain why again, Los. It's it's, it's too much stress on the knees. Too much stress. You bend it all the way down. I mean, it's other exercises that can uh, get get you the uh, same old better results. Right. See, and this is on a scientific basis. Yeah. You know, boxing back in the days was more of a. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody Great. did everything off of you know, uh, you know, yeah. just 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 following people before them, but it wasn't no science behind some of that stuff. And um and, and and like you said, it's it's, it's bad on the knees. You, you know, you're teaching me something new right here. Yeah. Because you know, I used to think that duck walks was an asset to the sport at one point, but it makes sense scientifically. Me being a physical trainer, it makes total sense. I haven't had people been doing them, but you know, I you know on a boxing level, I you know I haven't had to have nobody because I train all. Civilians, you know, if that's what we want to call them, civilians. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> Unlisted. Unlisted, exactly. <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah, that, I kind of stumbled in that because um, 
I had got when I got hurt, um, I got misdiagnosed and was, you know, wasn't, you know, doing anything for quite some time. And then I was able to get a, you know, a true true diagnosis and, mm-hmm. and got it fixed. So Wow. Yeah. So you went in that field. I mean, why why not have a boxer who put his body through who have to put, had to put his body through so much uh, you know, stress that to to not be in that field because you know what it what it does to you. So I'm glad that you in that field and, and and it's a lot of fighters I think could benefit from you being in that field now still today. Yeah, if I if I knew stuff I knew now, um, you know, I probably would approach situations differently. Uh, you know, and the technology is moving forward, and I, I see a lot of the trainers getting on with some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So, so, um, what, 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 what would you consider one a fighter's meal when they preparing for a fight? What should they be eating, putting in their body before a fight comes up, pro or amateur? Um, I would, me personally, I would do like something high protein or you know uh, vegetables and you know raw foods and uh, things like that. That I wouldn't, I wouldn't eat. You know, go to all you can eat spot before I get in the rain. Mm-hmm. You know, I would definitely uh, make sure I'm putting in those things that's gonna benefit. You know, what I'm saying my uh, muscles, bones, and, and okay. overall health. Okay, okay. Um, what what if what, what great words or words of inspiration do you have for the young up and coming fighters? What would you tell them to do? Uh, I, I would tell them to um, if, if you really uh, commit yourself to the sport, um, just just kind of kind of look at the overall picture. So as, as as far as like your mental, like get your get your mental together first. You know everything else will fall in place. Who, who is your favorite fighter today, and and why? Uh. I gotta. I don't say. I, I don't say I got a favorite, but it's there's so many uh, young guys coming up. Um, I mean, it's I can name ten off. Just you know, but I, I do like Tank. I do like Tank. Um, I like him because he. Uh, you can tell he he has a little little edge over everybody else. Right. In terms of speed and and power, and once you have that confidence and you know how to win. Can't nobody stop you. That's a true factor, man. It's all mental. It's all, all mental. mental. All mental. Uh, the Garcia fight just happened. Uh, uh, do you think Tank could could beat him? Uh, I think I think Tank got the potential to. Uh, you line him up, he gonna knock him down just because he got that equalizer, the power. If he if he if he work on his conditioning, um. He ain't look bad his last fight. I mean, you know. But if you work on this conditioning, it's gonna be hard to be, you know, somebody that just can end it just like that. What about Devin Haney? How you feel about him? I, I like Devin Haney, but this is one thing I, I I'm starting not to like. Stop talking so much, you know. Right. 
If you know, if you're gonna fight, you're gonna fight. I don't need to see 30 videos on you know, and I understand I understand it's a business now too. So you gotta do your own marketing, but I'm, I just want to see all the good guys get in there and duke it out like they used to do back in the day. Any upcoming local fighters that you look, you see it has the potential to be world champions or any of them that are world champions, I, anybody that you could, you out well, there on the radar? Well, I, I like, of course, I like her. You know, he's 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 from the home team, uh, iGem, so um, I definitely like him. I would like to see him come back and see what he can do. I'm always pulling for the home team. Whether it's her or the Redskins, I'm still pulling for you. That's right. Me too, man. <laughs> Ride or die. Ride or die. We're going to take the punishment, man. It is what it is. Right. Whether it takes 100 years, we're going to be rolling with ours. That's right. Yeah. I'm so proud of Nesto, too. Uh, you know, keeping it, keeping it going. Yes, indeed. Yeah, he keeping it going in the gym, man. Keep pushing forward, man. Um, what words of inspiration do you have for the fighters in terms of bad habits, man? Do you got any words for them? Tell them to stay away from this, stop that, etc. Anything that you have for them, words of inspiration or words of warnings for them, a warning for them in this sport. Well, you know, like the old saying back in the day, if you're from DC and you're a boxer, you just gotta be careful. Um, just, I would say, pick your your people you hang around close, because you know, if you want to take the sport seriously, you need to hang around others that's doing the same. Uh, don't get caught up in all the you know social media stuff and all the the traps that can hinder your career. Right. Like my father used to say, you are the sum total of the five people you hang around equals you. Right. So you know that is a true factor, man. You know what I'm saying? If you if 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 you see if you got five friends, you the sixth one. You know what I'm saying? You are the same as them. So you gotta watch yeah. who you hang around. I totally agree with that, man. Um, what what is your favorite uh punch? The jab, the right hand, the hook. Are you a boxer, a boxer puncher, or you considered your style as a slugger? What do you consider your style? And what was your favorite punch? Uh, I'm, I'm going to say, like, I ain't going to say my favorite punch, but but the one I use the most is because, you know, we had two coaches, right? So, you know, one was reserved, one was more aggressive. So I just know, like, it's a fact that you can win a fight with a jab. Right. Um, you know, once the, once the jab get working, it's kind of like a blinder. So I love using a jab, but one of my sneakiest punches that I like, that I see like Earl Spence and I'm using, is that the hook off the jab. Right hand is never seen. If, if you throw it right, yep. it'll be a short nut. But that's a fact, man. That's a and fact. I think that's what I heard uh, Tony with. He ain't see it. He walked right to it. Walking to it, yeah. Yeah, buckled in Harlem shape. <laughs> <laughs> like I told you, if, if if when you rocked him, I, I knew he wouldn't. He would have never forced you to try to duck and get around you. That's just the way I I remember it, man. Back then, though. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I to went to um, what was it? Uh, Augusta, Georgia, for the uh, it was a silver glove or something back in the day. Uh huh. 
And I, I my four day uh they got down there. Um I played it safe. We for friend Uh it was some guy uh uh Patrick Bryce, I think that was his name. Oh okay. you know, his boy was on like the contender or something. Yeah. Um and I played it safe with him. But um after I got back home and I was talking to your pops, you know, I had to turn it, take it into another gig. Right. You can't play it safe. They'll take the fight every time. They will, especially going out of town. It's hometown. In, in the 90s back then, man, we didn't bring the judges like we like they do now from what I'm hearing. I heard now they go at least four or five, maybe more. Back then, we went with one judge, and that was Cunningham. And I thank Cunningham for even volunteering to come out there with us. Back then, we we couldn't get judges to be with us. We had to... If you, if you was going to make it to the high ranks, you had to knock out at least four nights. You had to get three out of three of them jokers out of there. Right. He was going to be probably the next. That's how it worked. You yeah. definitely had to get them jokers out because they didn't like DC fighters back then, in my opinion. No, and I'll never forget his, 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 um, I think it was his best friend or something. Well, anyway, he came up with him. He was like, man. You, you really whooped him, man. He was like, man, he don't know how to fight so far. We got to work with him. Yeah. But, you know. Did you go to the Powell Nationals that year? No, I think I was training to go out to the Nationals, and that's when I uh, tore my rotator cuff. That's when you got hurt. That's true. Yeah, I got I, and then And then the gym burned down. It was like oh, a double wow. whammy, man. Wow, wow. Yeah. So you was, was there during that time when the gym was burning down. Yeah, that's why I, I stopped coming. But then I started going to the new one. But it wasn't yeah, the same I, feel. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. there. It wasn't the same, man. I couldn't take it. I had to yeah. do it myself, man. Yeah, it just didn't little, feel right. Wasn't the same, man. It ain't had the same. You know, you walk on the old hill crust, man, you just... I mean, the smell was like people putting their work in there. It just was exactly. As soon as you got, you can smell hard work. Exactly. That's real talk, man. That's real talk, man. Man, so um, what was the conversations like after a training session or a fight between the Massey brothers? How was those conversations, man? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you know, most time we we encourage each other. Uh, my brother definitely tell me what what mistakes I made or what to do, so I don't make those mistakes. Uh, or give me a different point of view, because uh, we was you know we was at each other's best cheerleaders, so we was at right, pretty right. much all each other fights. Um, yeah, he um definitely um you know got on me if I, if you know he so still I mean, get on. Yeah, he still, get on. he still mess with me. <laughs> he still mess with me to this day. He still get on. Hey, me, I man. find out something been posted on social media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's all it's all fun. It's all, it's all fun. love, man. It's, it's all, all love, love, man. Yeah, man. This is a nice platform y'all got for the. Uh, Don't break out that competitive edge, man. I just rate, man. Right. <laughs> I look on Ray's social media. Ray will have a challenge, and Ray be defending that. You know, he said we defend the king, the crown at this house, man. Right. Come, I'm with he y'all. Been playing this game for like 
He set us up. <laughs> oh man. That's Say Ray be going there. Ray had some games, man. He, I said, yeah, he, that's, but that's, that's that boxing nature though, man. It is. That's how we are though. We man. play the we play the boxing video game. So yeah. Oh y'all do? Okay, yeah. yeah they have ones just they like me. <laughs> Really that good on them games because it's it's like more of a slug fest, man. Nah, nah, the new one. This uh, the new one. I ain't seen yeah, the new one. Yet, new stuff. Okay, because I've been. I've been saying new. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. I know y'all be acting. Hey, Ray ain't got that championship build, but I know he probably defending that joint. Oh so. yeah. <laughs> he got it all shined up right now. Exactly. <laughs> I know we yeah, do. He definitely probably defending that joint. He probably said, "Listen, we gonna have that. The, the, what is it? What is it now? Two? What is not two K? I'm just saying, they're a fight night, right? Fight night, yeah, fight night, yeah. yeah. I'm defending this title right here, man. Who trying to fight? They serious on? about that too. Yeah, I got no idea. <laughs> you think he was getting some money? Hey, hey, man, it is. That's how we is, man. It says we once we, we you know we we came with that competitive as kids so it's not going to just go away easily man we got to compete in some form it's just just in our blood man man you know, i'm trying to be to be like that man i was telling my brother i used to i used to be like man hey man is all of them coming today i used to be size when um <laughs> you know how came rigging all y'all ain't coming I'm like yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can tell you like it, man. I can tell you like that, man. <laughs> I I'd be like, man, oh my god, you really had to go through the fire, boy. And yeah, man, some with some battles, man. They made us. We all got better from it, man. Yeah, we all got better, man. But yeah, man, that's all our time, man. I appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you, bro. Man, any last words that you want to say, man? Go ahead. It's on you, brother. Oh nah, you know, just um, you know, just I, I want to thank y'all for putting that in this podcast to to give fighters a platform to get their story out there. Man, anytime, man. I appreciate, man, your brother, man. He he's definitely a true professional, and he take this this podcast to the next level, man. I don't know what I would do without having him on here, man. And helping me uh, get the stories out to the people, man. You know what I'm saying? We just, all we did was transferred our magic that we had in the gym and we brought it up in here, man, because, you know what I'm saying? We're still going to be great. That's just in our nation, no matter what we do, whether we boxing or or, or, or doing podcasts, we're going to be the best at what we do, man. And, and he's a compliment. He's a compliment to me. And I appreciate him for, you know, helping. Make this possible, man. I thank you for act, for thanking us, man. No problem. Anytime, man. Alright, now ladies and gentlemen, the great Carlos Massey, DC Boxing Legends Podcast. Peace. Peace. <laughs>